This is the 343 Podcast. I'm your host, John Pronich. Welcome to the show. Hello, and welcome back to the 343 Podcast. This episode is the reading of an article written by Gary Kleiben that was originally published on the 343 blog in 2009. Now, normally, the date doesn't matter when these sorts of posts are revived. But in this case, I believe that it is important to point out that this was written over 10 years ago. 343's now famous U12 possession soccer video was still three years in the future. All the guys that were in that video were eight and nine years old at the time that this article was released. But what you are about to hear are some of the standards that they were already being held to. These are some of the standards that helped develop them into the players that they are now. And these are some of the standards we still believe coaches, scouts, parents, media, and fans can use to evaluate players more effectively. Over the course of 10 years, there have been over 200 educational articles released on the 343 blog. In the last five years, over 200 podcasts have been produced. There is a free seven-week course that can introduce you to the 343 philosophy. And for ambitious coaches and anyone else willing to learn, there is a premium membership program that dives deep into the proven 343 methodology and gives you behind-the-scenes access to one of our country's best talent developers, Brian Kleiben and shows you exactly how he helped to develop and mentor some of our country's biggest and best prospects, all while holding them accountable to the standards that we are about to highlight. Players like Uli Yanez, Efra Alvarez, Alex Mendez, Kobe Hernandez-Foster, Leo Sepulveda, Jorge Hernandez, Zico Bailey, and the list goes on and on. So if you are interested in learning from proven practitioners that have produced results on the field and have helped advance players to the pinnacle of the sport, You can sign up and start accessing the material today at 343coaching.com. All right. Enjoy this quick but potent episode of the 343 podcast. Thanks for listening. Thanks for sharing. And thanks for being part of the 343 community. What's an elite player? Written by Gary Kleiben. This term elite is abused. In conversations with players, fans, media, coaches, the soccer community in general, I've heard many label this or that player elite. And sometimes it's actually a decent player, but elite, they are not. Also, it's remarkable how many times the player that was referenced is really just one of the bunch. The issue arises because people, specifically in the U.S., have the wrong idea of what constitutes elite. Their metrics are just wrong. The most resounding error is focusing on physical attributes. Is he big? Is he strong? Is he fast? This does not make or break elite status. What makes or breaks you are two, and only two, fundamental attributes. Technical quality and soccer IQ. The term elite should be reserved for the very few whose technical quality and intelligence is in a completely different class compared to others in their age group or league. 
This is not always so easy to identify. So here I present a first cut definition of what these terms mean. Technical quality, some properties, first touch, short and long distribution, all types of strokes, shot, all types of strokes, stepping on the ball, how good is the weak foot? To the well-trained eye, those players that have supreme technical quality can be immediately identified by seeing how they caress, not kick, the ball. There is a subtle but real difference. The ball really does look like a natural extension of the body. The body's movement is fluid and the action of receiving and distributing the ball looks effortless. The player is completely calm under all circumstances. They never really feel pressured and it shows. Unfortunately, what I've just described is not a measurable quantity. So to assist in the identification process, I'll provide you with a simple measurement that can be made. In general, look at the player's turnover rate. Those players who have an elite first touch will retain possession more upon receiving the ball. This stat will become lopsided when looking at touches under pressure. Those who don't have quality will either turn the ball over or get themselves into trouble. By contrast, there's a high probability the elite player will receive with no problem. Those who have top-notch short and long distribution will have higher passing completion. Shots on frame and goal percentage should be higher. Now, these measurements do not definitively tell you that a player with elite technical quality has been identified, but I believe it can help a bit to illuminate and guide those who just don't see it. It's a start. Soccer IQ, i.e. tactical. How deep is the player's understanding of the game? This comes down to decision-making on the field. Some properties. When to pass, when to dribble, when to go forward, when to go back, when to switch, when to pause, when to have a quick restart, defensive positioning, off-the-ball movement, and the list goes on and on. There are loads of possible decisions. I'll focus on what is perhaps the most telling property. If done correctly, it virtually ensures this player makes the right decisions for all the other situations. That is, when to pause. This is not to be confused with a player just slowing down or stopping when confronted with a defender. This is the deliberate stopping or slowing down of the entire game. And it often happens when a player is under no pressure. He's putting his team and putting the other team on timeout. His action brings everything to a screeching halt. And everybody knows the difference. You will feel it. You may have rarely witnessed such a thing in the U.S. And there's a reason why. Only players with elite level soccer IQs know about this and know how to pull it off. Why would someone ever want to stop the game like this? Well, it's an effective form of communication. Depending on the game's circumstances, he is in one action transmitting a very powerful message to his entire team, to the other team, or both. For example, the most common message that is sent to your team is, relax, stop playing so frantically, turning the ball over and forcing the issue. Just take a breath, relax, and refocus. When done at the correct time, it is a sign of pure and total genius. So, there you have it. Top-notch technical quality and soccer IQ are the two must-have attributes for a player to be considered elite. Next time when you watch a game, make a conscious effort to spotlight a player's turnover rate along with his decision-making 
and that rare but truly brilliant pause. If he's got it, you might be onto something special. Thank you for listening to another episode of the 343 Podcast. If you are interested in accelerating your development as a coach and learning more about possession-based soccer, you can visit 343coaching.com and sign up for our premium coaching membership program. That is where you will get access to video, audio, and ebook lessons that will help you reduce your trial and error time by showing you the methods that have been proven to work in the American soccer environment an ambitious coach and you want to start learning the tried and true methods that have already been proven to work in the American soccer environment, you can visit 343coaching.com to learn more about our coaching programs. Once again, that is 343coaching.com. All right. Thank you for listening to this episode of the podcast and we will catch you next time.